Welcome to episode 15 of the Hot Heel Girl there podcast. There you go. Because it, it was 13 and it'll be 14, so yeah, 15. Yay! It's afternoon, guys. I have had a long day. A lot of king coffee, hopefully. I have had two cups today, which is twice my normal amount, so... Actually, I had one king and one black. Oh, I had a double so. king already gone. We want more. I'm, I'm usually good with one. But I don't know. Today I was just craving the black. We'll see. So by the time this comes out, we will know what the new coffee product is. I Are am you so excited, excited about it? I yeah. am so excited. It's funny because I actually need more King. Not like desperately. I always, when I have three boxes, get more because I am an addict. Like literally give me an IV. If I'm out, I'll cry. Mm-hmm. But I'm waiting until it comes out because I'm probably going to add a box. I know or two i don't know we'll see no i'm gonna try it first <laughs> i'm yeah i'm probably <laughs> to see gonna if i like one. it but I, like i said i need more king like i'm down for mm-hmm. me desperate levels well it comes out in like it's on three Sunday, days isn't it? yeah, yeah so. so i will definitely put my order in on sunday i have no idea what it is but i'm very excited i wonder if it's just like a 10 blend five blend mushroom coffee i feel like it definitely is it's just multiple different types of mushroom because they pretty much have like only reishi and stuff and they've been like you know throwing out little teasers Mm -hmm. and it's always the mushrooms so like i obviously know what the mushrooms are because personally i know what they look like yeah yeah i think the cxt is the only thing with the with a different kind of mushrooms yeah yeah Oh yeah, you're right. Sixty does. So yeah, they're dab- they're dipping their toes in it. We're excited about it. We'll tell you what it tastes like. I mean, we'll. I mean, in this house, we'll drink it regardless of like. <laughs> in this house, all- half of the household will drink it if it tastes bad. <laughs> the other half will turn his nose up and walk away because he's snobby like that. Oh, we'll drink it. Well, if we have to, we'll mix it with a king or a black, and it'll taste fine. Like we'll, it'll, mm. it'll get. I can't imagine that it's gonna taste that Me bad. Either, but like, so because I've seen people sampling it already, and they say it's good. Unless so. it has like a creamer or something, then I'm not gonna buy it. I feel like it's not just because Emily Morrow is sharing it, and she doesn't normally. That's true. The latte or the mocha or anything. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. So and because she's talked about that before, like. We kind of talked about like their proteins and stuff. Like she doesn't really use them because they have all of that milk yeah. stuff in it. So yeah, their whey protein, which like hasn't been around for a while, like they sourcing issues. Tails. I think fine. they're trying to reformulate that too. But I would love that. We'll I would see. love to have their protein, but I like Equip, so whatever. I'm cool with it. I'm gonna try that once my current protein runs out. I saw they had a peanut butter one, and I was like, Ooh, Reed would like that. I know they have the chocolate has like really really simple ingredients, and they now have like a natural, so it has no flavoring in it. So I'm a vanilla girl. I am a vanilla girl. It's very like I like their vanilla. It's very much like a like cakey vanilla. Like it tastes like cakey esque. Mm. So like at first it was too sweet for me, but that's because I have sensitive taste buds, and like literally four cookies is too sweet for me. So. As long as it's not like overpoweringly stevia sweet, then I'm usually okay. It's not. It's good. I like it, but I don't have it that often because, like I said, sweet and me, like we don't vibe. Um, mm-hmm. Well, we're okay. We're friends enough. <laughs> so, 10 minutes in today, <laughs> we're going to. I mean, we started out talking about food. So, yeah, it leads. We're just big foodies, guys. Yeah, exactly. We're going to go in the realm of food and, you know, let the podcast take us where it may because it always does. That's who we are. You know, you got to have like a base outline. No, no, that wouldn't be us. Come on. We would still end up in some other direction. Exactly. We're here to be your besties. Um, If you're looking for serious, like, obviously we are serious health content like we're we're legit health content like we know what we're talking about but if you're looking for just like serious stoic health content this is not the place some people do 
but okay well no one i talked to <laughs> if you clicked on our podcast you're probably not looking for that because just by the name you should know i feel like. we're fun we are fun at least i yeah. try to be fun courtney makes me fun oh i like that <laughs> i was a lot more fun in another life now i go to bed at 9 p.m every night so i don't know what do you consider fun sleeping because i do i mean i think sleeping is great <laughs> I passed up going out at 9 p.m. last night to sleep, and I am totally down for that. Literally the other night, Dan and I were talking, and I was like, wow, I can't wait for bed. But <laughs> I was like, you know, I get excited about it. My one friend is like, I've never done anything more boring than sleeping, but, like, I don't agree. I think if he had the dreams I had, it would not be quite as boring. Like, it's literally, we got 72 tabs open at all times up here, so... <laughs> You never know what's going to happen. All right. Okay, so well, take food. us into what we're talking about today. <laughs> okay. Um, I want, so because we have different niches, right? Emily's more hormones. I'm more gut health. I thought that this would be fun to chat about food because people come to me expecting an elimination diet and people go to Emily expecting intermittent fasting to be part of their protocol. So I'm like, Ooh, we're going to mesh them into two. We're going to talk about both elimination diets and fasting and why we don't use them <laughs> let me just shoot you straight there so ooh, so for gut health right people always expect that you are going to put them on an elimination diet why mm -hmm. because food apparently must be the culprit of all gut issues to quote the grinch wrongo right like it's not it food can help to an extent Right. You cut out the processed stuff. You eat mostly a real foods diet. Maybe you're slightly more intolerant to one thing or another. But you nine times out of 10 hit a plateau there. Like every single person I've ever seen is like, I did the elimination diets, but I was still not feeling good. I was still shitting my pants. I was still constipated. Right. Like that always happens. Mm -hmm. Food's only going to get you so far because there's always some underlying cause of those pathogens. Yeah. I think if that's the only thing you're doing, because exactly. I, I see people that want that to fix everything like they yep. want the elimination diet to fix everything yeah, yeah. i and, thought that i could diet harder yeah I mm -hmm. and admittedly i do have some people take some foods out oh yeah but the goal is to you know like eventually be able to hopefully reintroduce them but it's not the it's not this and just this it's not the end it's all be all. part of your whole protocol it's not just the one thing that's going to fix everything and I think the reason I want to talk about elimination diets is not that, I mean, I'm a firm believer in taking gluten out and in limiting dairy, sometimes going more paleo. That's about as far as I'll go, right? There are plenty of people that come to me that say they can eat six foods. Let's say that they've done AIP for a year mm -hmm. or they did paleo, nightshade free, like that type of stuff. Like it gets incredibly restrictive. Yeah. And I'm someone who has done that, right? I've done paleo. I've done nightshade free. You have no grains. You... I mean, it gets to a point where you have to become either a really good chef to feel like you're not restricted or you feel incredibly restricted and you feel like you can't eat anything. You can't go out. You can't enjoy your life. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why I'm not trying to demonize restrictive diets, but that's why I'm, I am in a sense demonizing them because they get you to a place where you're so afraid of every single food. I was afraid if I ate a fucking tomato, I was going to, sorry, I was going to have a rash. Like, a tomato yeah nightshades weren't my best friend at the time i did reduce them and like i still don't think that there's something that like i like regularly like i don't get drawn towards them regularly right like that's how mm -hmm. i base my diet but like i eat chili all the time i eat tomatoes i eat sweet or white potatoes like i eat nightshades and i have no issues that's how you should live your life in that like 80 20 realm mm-hmm if you've yeah. like once you've healed like yeah. is that what you're talking about like once if you're healed and i also still think even in the healing phase like there should be some stretchiness like i don't ever tell my clients like that they should be afraid to eat anything because oh yeah 100 percent. i like people and i tell them in the healing phase usually it's around 90 10 right like i still say mm -hmm. don't eat gluten don't eat dairy but then within that 90 10 mm -hmm. maybe we're reducing our sugars maybe we are cutting out grains for a period of time but like someone came to me and was like I was at my kid's birthday party and I ate a cupcake and I sat there and I was thinking oh my god I ruined everything I've been doing it was a gluten-free cupcake I ate a gluten-free cupcake I'm not supposed to be eating sugars and I was like nah 
that's your life, right? Like it's your kid's birthday party. You had a gluten-free cupcake. Good. Enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Don't think twice about it. Think about the joy it's bringing you. Yeah. That's what I tell everybody. Cause I hear the same thing. They're like, I ate this and it's usually something sugary. It's usually something sweet. And they're like, I ate this and now I feel like I just ruined everything. And I'm like, that is like a blip in what you ate overall throughout it's the like entire week. Quite literally and a drop like, in the did, bucket. Yeah. Did your, did your taste buds enjoy it? Um, if you can get over the fact that it stopped thinking that it's bad for you, would you enjoy it while you're eating it? And the answer is always yes. And so I'm like, okay, then enjoy it. Like if you're going to eat it, don't beat yourself up over it because that's just going to make your body feel worse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, and like, that's why I said, like, that's why I'm not demonizing, but saying that restrictive diets are not going to heal you. They're not the end all Mm -hmm. be all. You can't diet harder into healing your gut. Yes, cutting out some foods here and there is going to get you to a point, never to the point of AIP. I have to be honest, I have not had one client who needed to do AIP in order to heal their gut. Like I said, the most like slightly restrictive we get is like paleo, where you need to cut out grains and eat a lower carb, lower sugar sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It's just not it. Like it's not your ticket to good gut health. Yeah. Or good any health. Mm-hmm. Some foods might be triggering you again, might be triggering you in the short term. But like the only reason like I really don't like them is because everyone feels restrictive. Everyone feels like they can't eat anything. They hate their food. They're not happy. And that just does a whole other set of issues to your body. If you're unhappy all the time, if you're stressed about what you're going to eat, if you're st- out to dinner with friends and you're staring at your food thinking, oh, my God everything and this is going to make me bloated surprise it's going to make you bloated Mm -hmm. so it's just sorry elimination diets aren't it unless you do ones like i said the most elimination we'll get into is like paleo yeah it's just not what do you have to say about any elimination diets i will say that hormonally i do I feel like obviously hormones and gut health are a different spectrum. Mm -hmm. And so I do see hormonally more so when it comes to like autoimmune, like Hashimoto's Mm -hmm. or something like that, that an elimination diet can actually be good for a short period of time. But if you're actually like balancing your hormones, you will get back to that point where you can add pretty much everything back in because I do see that things like especially like cruciferous vegetables and stuff like that if somebody has a bad thyroid condition and it doesn't even have to be Hashimoto's sometimes just like extreme hypothyroidism or hyperthyroidism they just it they, it makes them feel awful like their body just reacts to it and the way the cruciferous vegetables like trigger some of your thyroid hormones it's just really not good while mm-hmm. it's like over functioning anyway and so that's kind of where I'll have them cut that out for a time. But the kind of like where you are with paleo, like that's kind of as far as I yeah, get as with elimination. Get It'll be, mm-hmm. like you said, the gluten and then like those certain vegetables. Sometimes it's a handful of nightshades. Sometimes it's a handful of grains. Yeah. But it really depends on like your specific body, like mm-hmm. what your body's reacting to. Yeah. And again, it's not it's not a lifetime of eliminating those things. It's just until you rebalance everything and your body can tolerate them again. And I didn't even get into FODMAPs. Do you know how many people have come to me saying that they were told they'd eat a low FODMAP (laughs) diet for their whole life because they have IBS? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. There are so many FODMAPs out there. You're going to literally ignore major food groups for your whole life. Mm -hmm. And I think mentally... If you have to do that for an extended, not even your whole life, like not even to mention your whole life, but just an extended period of time, just how it affects you mentally, that's going to be so much more. Four years. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be so detrimental to your health just that way. Like we've talked about mental health so much and it's like such a big part of your overall health. It's not it. If you think you have to eat low FODMAP, and you're looking at the FODMAP list and you're out to dinner and you're like, oh no, everything here has it. Like, nope, 
sorry, that's mm-hmm. not going to do anything good for your mental health. And on top of that, the people that tell me they have to do low FODMAP for the rest of their life are not even moderately getting to like a cause. They just think that they have IBS, which by the way is a BS diagnosis. That's why it's called IBS. It doesn't exist. <laughs> Truth. IBS doesn't exist. Sorry if I'm bursting your bubble. You got other gut health issues going on. You got candida, you got SIBO, you got mold, you got Lyme, you got something, you got parasites. Like that's just what IBS is. Mm-hmm. It's an underlying infection overload. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Steps down from her soapbox. I know. I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> making more enemies today. I'm just here to show you guys straight because I feel like not enough people are willing to be honest about stuff like this. Like, IBS is a BS diagnosis. It just means that you have an influx of toxins in your gut. I get it. I had IBS. It was candida, parasites, mold, metals. Oh, yeah, everything. Mm-hmm. So, once I mean, you- it stands for irritable bowel syndrome, but like, what is irritating your bowels? Like, exactly. that's what you want to figure out. Like, like, it's it's a symptom it's a symptom of something Mm -hmm. but it's not no that's just it but anyways i digress so like if you're told ibs you need to eat low fodmap no you need to get to the root at what's causing your gut issues Mm -hmm. not cut out a bunch of foods because every single person who i've seen who says they eat low fodmap what do they do they eventually become sensitive to the seven foods they're eating. And then they cut one of those foods out because the gut's still leaky. The gut's still attacking all of the foods. The reason it got this place this way in the first place is because there's hyperpermeability because mm-hmm. it's attacking the foods because that's all that's in the gut. So then you eat the same four foods. It attacks those foods. Those foods become sensitive and so on and so forth until you're down to two, until you're down to one, until you don't have anything in your diet that you can eat that doesn't bother your stomach mm-hmm. it's not the food it's not the food yep it's the gut it's the infections it's all of that junk mm-hmm. so you need to remove those yeah to heal and then you can eat more than seven foods <laughs> someone personally like i said i was down to paleo nightshade free no flaxseed no coconut no eggs pretty restrictive mm-hmm. but I'm also like a I, I did food blogging at one point which is hilarious to me so like I get creative food was fun for me I still didn't have any issues but I got real restrictive in there and then surprise I still have gut issues there were still like I'm eating a mostly normal diet now like I still don't eat gluten or dairy not things that I've been ad- able to add back thus far totally fine but that's it. Like I still, I eat grains. I eat mm-hmm. oatmeal all the time. We eat foods. Yay. <laughs> Food is enjoyable. I do love butter. So yes, I said no dairy, but. Butter is not, butter is not dairy. <laughs> <laughs> it is guys. It is. But I was talking to a client the other day and I said the same thing. Cause they were like, she said no dairy. And I was like, Oh, you can have butter. <laughs> Butter is just, it's very, like, usually the irritating parts of dairy, it, they're just not in butter. Yep. So, like, it's we just, it is brain food. My Beauty dog Beauty. is obsessed Beauty. with butter. You Have you seen those? Dog butter. I, yeah, she gets butter as a treat, but <laughs> have you seen those, uh, um like tiktoks and reels where they're like call your dog without actually calling your dog and it's like somebody like grabs something or whatever yeah the minute i open the butter thing in the refrigerator Mm -hmm. like the minute she can be dead asleep and she'll be like trot 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 to the kitchen she knows she She should have been named butter clearly (laughs) that's okay so what do you have to say about intermittent fasting which i also don't like for gut health but I don't like intermittent fasting for anything. That's what I have to say about it. <laughs> if you're a woman and you're intermittent fasting, just stop. Just don't. Just don't do it. <laughs> so okay, the thing so, with intermittent fasting yeah. is most of the studies and tests yes. and everything, as with anything, really, has been done on men. Tell them, M. Men can intermittent fast, generally, and be fine. As we've talked about before, men's hormone cycles is every 24 hours. They can do the same thing every single day and be fine with it. 
Yep. Women cannot. Women need food. There's only a very short time in your monthly cycle where you can actually get away with eating less amounts of food. And again, that is a very, very short period of time. If you're trying to balance hormones, you just, you need food constantly. Not processed food, but you just need some real whole foods all the time. And so many people come to me like doing intermittent fasting for weight loss. Mm. And the thing is your body is probably stressed out probably before you started intermittent fasting, honestly, because let's be honest, life is just stressful. (laughs) It's not getting any better. But anyway, (laughs) I don't know. I feel like the world is just spiraling. The world is spiraling and it's not getting any better. Anyway, (laughs) we'll see. Yeah, your body's stressed out. um, And if you're only eating, because so many people, I see them doing 12, 16, 18 hour fasts and your body is basically being like, I don't know when I'm getting fed next. So I need to hold on to this weight so I can feed myself so we Mm -hmm. can survive. And we've talked about this before, like hormonally, those baby making hormones, which are the hormones that are essential for everything, like to keep your whole body functioning, they will not be there if your body is stressed out. Like if your body is simply just trying to survive, which is really what it's doing when you're intermittent fasting, is it's just waiting for its next meal because you've gone so long in between meals that probably your blood sugar has tanked and spiked and tanked. Mm -hmm. Your cortisol has spiked and gone down. But yeah, I get so worked up about this. (laughs) Just like everything wants to come spearing out. But yeah, if those hormones are not going to be there, so, so hormonally, it really just Fs you up. And again, like I mentioned, people are trying to do it for weight loss. It's not working. And they always tell me they've hit a plateau. So they add in more hours of intermittent fasting. Yeah, Eating less is not a way to lose weight. Yeah, that is not the answer. I mean, we've talked about this in so many episodes, like go listen to our protein episode if you want (laughs) to hear more about eating more. But your body's stressed out when it's stressed out. What it does, like she said, holds on to weight because it doesn't know when it's going to be fed next Mm -hmm. because your stress is so freaking high that's why you hit that plateau yeah and i think that a lot of people naturally intermittent fast for 12 hours but yeah i mean if you're like if you're eating dinner if you're eating dinner at like between 5 to 7 p.m and you don't eat snacks afterwards yeah, you're probably waking yeah. up around 5 to 7 a.m. And yeah. so that's your body like naturally intermittent fasting. But don't put so, yeah, so many people they wake up and then they wait until 11 yeah. a.m. And to be truthfully honest, I am guilty of doing that sometimes. Not so much anymore, but like probably four or five years ago, I would just wake up and I would just simply be lazy and just not eat because I'm not the kind of person I am more so now because I've trained my body to be that way but I just don't really want to eat a lot when I first wake up Mm. and so I just wouldn't and then I would start doing things and it wasn't even me trying to intermittent fast yeah I would just get distracted and just not eat until 11 a.m so I had to actually like train my body and train myself to eat something within like 45 minutes to an hour of waking up. Mm-hmm. And so like you don't have to eat right away, but I see so many women do this, especially moms, like they'll get up and they'll feed their kids, but then all they have is black coffee. I was going to say coffee. It's always mm-hmm. coffee. Yeah. And we have talked about this too. Like if you're drinking just coffee in the morning, you're spiking your blood sugar, even if it's black coffee, like that's people are always like, well, it's black coffee. It's not breaking my fast. It's probably still spiking your blood sugar though, probably. which is spitting out that <laughs> insulin. <laughs> in, a, in the majority of people, it's going to be spiking your blood sugar. So 
yeah do just, not relate with not waking up hungry i'm hungry 24 7 i like i said i'm much better now like i will get hungry within about 45 minutes now but i just used to be that person where i just didn't didn't want to eat when i woke up but I think it all has to do with just regulating your metabolism, which I did yeah. work on a lot. And regulating your stress hormones, right? Like if you mm-hmm. wake up and you're stressed, your body doesn't compute hunger. Yeah. Leptin, ghrelin, all that stuff gets jacked up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just, I agree with literally everything you said, intermittent fasting. So like uh, gut issues, right? One of the main things I always talk about, stress, cortisol. So if you're intermittent fasting, you're stressing your body out more. You're not helping your gut issues. You're not. Mm, sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't love intermittent fasting. As Think about practice. like anytime you get stressed, you can't poop. So like yeah. that is affecting your Think about any time you get super stressed and you lose your period. I know it's happened. Not lose it, but like it'll be late because mm-hmm. you're so stressed. Yeah. Um, I have lost my period from stress before. It happened when my dog died. So I was like, (laughs) Uh, I think it was just like so sad and it was traumatic. And yeah, that happened. I've had my period's been late because I was stressed out. Like Mm -hmm. that happens. And when, and then you stress out more, right? But like, yeah. (laughs) You stress out more because you don't have your period. But like, it's a vicious cycle. Just think about both of those. Like, can't eat, can't poop. Why? Don't stress your body out. We love mm-hmm. it. It does so much for us. <laughs> Get those positive affirmations in. Just tell your tell your body you love it every morning. Just Do be the nice ho, to open, it. open, oh prayer. And I did say it right. It's very hard to say. Ho, open, open, oh. If you Google anything moderately close to that, it'll come up. It's, uh, it's like, I love you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Thank you. And it's the thing you're supposed to say to your body all the time. I have a lot of people do it that are healing their relationship with their body. I might have said it out of order, but you get the gist. And say it to themselves in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Because the reason you're apologizing, right? Because you didn't love it for a period of time. Or you treated it like you didn't love it. You didn't feed it. You didn't. You thought it was working against you. All of those things. So it's just like apologizing and saying, like, thank you for everything you do for me. Because, like, our body's the real one. Mm-hmm. A one, day one. <laughs> true. So true. Um, what are you asking Santa for for Christmas? A water distiller and an air doctor. <laughs> Ooh, which water distiller? My pure. I mean, that's the one I really want, but it's kind of pricey. It's a little pricey, yeah. but there are some. There's a website called Water Distillers Direct, and they have some just smaller countertop ones. Um, my mom got one, and she said the only thing is like it takes a while to distill it takes like four hours to distill a gallon which is not that bad but i feel like i would have to constantly be running it you would because i drink a lot of water so you'd need like a jug in your fridge that's what we do we Mm -hmm. have a jug in our fridge every time it empties we just keep running everything and yeah in the jug yeah so realistically it might be better to just get the little bit bigger model i don't know i'm gonna see if anybody does black friday sales on anything we love black friday sales we We love love sales so true <laughs> love any sales black friday can be a little overwhelming because then it's like i buy too many things at one time it is it's always overwhelming because i mean social media i have a love-hate relationship with right because it tells me all these things i don't have mm-hmm. and then if i hadn't known they existed i probably would have been fine 100 percent, i would have been fine <laughs> but on the flip side Sometimes there's something you're looking for, thinking about, and then surprise, there's a sale and you got an ad for it. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes you, I don't know, sometimes I just see like these sponsored ads and it's like nothing that I would have ever thought I needed. And I just buy it on a whim and it's like the best thing I've ever purchased in my life. I need an example. I did see something the other day that I'm very intrigued by and I probably will buy so then i will let you know if it was the best thing ever but it's like a hair eraser so it's like this like crystal thing that you're supposed to use in place of shaving it has really really good reviews and like people commenting on it are like it works like you just have to put in a little work but it works and it's supposed to be like smooth there's no ingrown hairs this and that whatever so i don't know if it's just like one of those tiktok things 
that got blown out of proportion or if it actually works. I have such a love-hate relationship with TikTok, too, for that reason. There are quite a few people on there that I think get Amazon packages every other day. And I don't know how that's a sustainable lifestyle for many reasons. Just Mm -hmm. think of all the cardboard. But I'm like, that's a lot of packages. But when they get all this stuff in, I'm like, oh, I need that, too. Big surprise. Need that one. (laughs) The organization stuff. That always gets me. Actually, something I'm actually going to get. Um, I have my laptop. It sits on a box because mm-hmm. it needs like to be up a little bit so that I'm not craning my head down. And it's ugly. The aesthetic <laughs> is awful. But I used it for a while because of the like angle. And then I saw people on TikTok posting about how you can just get like an acrylic little. It's beautiful. It's aesthetic. And I'm like, I was doing it the ratchet way the whole entire time. <laughs> but now I need one because... I do think that if anyone were looking in at me at this moment, they would be like, why does she have her laptop on a box? It's free. But I'm definitely getting one of those for Christmas. (laughs) I also, like, apparently there's these, like, wristbands, which makes me laugh because they look like sweatbands, but they're towels. So when you wash your face, you know how it drips down? You mentioned those last week, and I was like, that is a genius idea. So genius. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's funny because they literally look like they're wearing sweatbands, like 80s sweatbands. But like, whatever. (laughs) I wash my face, and I end up in a pool of water, Mm -hmm. which makes me want to not wash my face unless I'm in the shower. Right. But like that, genius. Mm -hmm. Something I wish I thought of. I know. I see so many things. I'm like, I wish I thought of that. I feel like that's 24-7. And then we said, what's the name of our apparel company? M, tell me. I forget. Like, something. It was so good, and now I can't remember it. Well, we're going to find out when the (laughs) the episode airs. It was on recording. Did I say it when we were recording? Yeah. I hope I did. No, 100%. You said it when we were. I know. Okay, yeah, because I trademarked it. Because I was like, trademark. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you need to know. People need And I also think that like, so a lot of clients come to me and they, you know, we're factoring in pricing of everything, right? The coaching, the supplements, and then they say, and extras. And I'm like, what do you mean extras? And they're like, well, like all these tools, right? Like I need all of them. And I'm like, "Mm -mm, you don't need all these tools, you Mm -hmm. don't. And I think that that's where social media does become maybe a little bit toxic. Like I think that obviously people are trying to do their best and help everyone. And especially as practitioners, we get down the wormhole. like most of the practitioners have saunas, red lights, these things, mm-hmm. water distillers, air doctors, because we're trying to live our best lives. Yeah. But that's not realistic uh, for most people. No. I was talking about this with my friends the other day and she, one of them was like, she's like, I have to take health podcasts in very, or just like any health information in like very small doses yeah. because of like, if you're trying to live a healthy lifestyle, you're like, oh, I need this, or, like, I'm doing this, and it's and it's fine, and it's working, but then I see somebody say, well, that's bad, and you should be doing this, and then you yeah. should be doing this, or you need this device to be really healthy, and it's just, like, it's too much, and I totally understand that, because if I didn't know what I know... Even as a practitioner, it gets mm-hmm. overwhelming. Yeah, it does get overwhelming for me, too, and that, like, is knowing what I know, and being like, exactly. I don't actually need that, like, I'm doing fine. <laughs> But you still are like, but what if? Like, I what if I could be better? better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that, so I'm someone who loves all the biohacky tools. I have a full wooden sauna. I have a red light. I have my tuning fork. I have like three acupressure mats because I decided to drop on my stories one day that I wanted it for my birthday and everyone got it for me. Uh, man that would be nice i know maybe i should just pop on there and be like "Mm," because my birthday is in december too so like christmas birthday combined but i'm like i should just be like hey an air so guys if you're listening i want an air doctor for my birthday there you go go. tell him tell him and a water distiller let's see what else do i want for you i'm we're doing the plug together there we go but so i have a i have an air doctor i have i don't have a water filler i still have my berkey but i'm get i have better filters in there the greenfield water ones if you have a berkey greenfield water is the better filter i was looking at the greenfield ones yeah their whole yeah because my parents have a berkey and i was actually thinking about um i didn't realize that the filters like you could swap them 
they have ones that do fit in Berkey's. Like they even did an ad that was like, got a Berkey, we got you covered or whatever. Okay, that's good to know. I feel like probably sounds like there's some sort of trademarking issues in there, but whatever. Um, So yeah, you can get the Greenfield water ones if you, it's not in your budget right now or you just got your Berkey or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I have all these tools, literally everything, even an ozone machine. And I just do it because it's fun. It's not for me, right? Like it, it doesn't Yeah, like if you can, fun. I'm a big proponent of like, if you can afford it and it makes you happy yes. to have it, then go for it. But if it's not in your budget, don't feel like you have to have it just because somebody on Instagram does. And that's where it gets so tricky because a bunch of my clients come to me saying every single health practitioner has a red light and a sauna. Do I need both? And I'm like, well, one, I don't tell anyone ever they need a sauna. I tell them maybe you need to sweat. Maybe you need to go to your gym with a sauna, like something like that. I know infrared goes deeper. I get it. I know all the signs behind infrared, how mm-hmm. it's better. I still don't think if spending $1,200 is not in your budget and $1,200 is on the cheap end. Yeah. If that's not in your budget. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. We don't need it. We just yeah. need to sweat. You yeah. just need to mobilize toxins a different way. Mm-hmm. Like they're all, I would call nice to haves, not need to haves. And also like as practitioners, right? Like even I think that the health space gets overwhelming because there's always more information and you're always new things are getting demonized. And there's so much freaking fear mongering out there thinking you're never doing anything right. You're everything's always wrong. There's always something new and it's just tune shit out and listen to your body or listen to one practitioner that you trust. Maybe there is just too much information out there that it becomes overwhelming for you. It's become that way for me at one point. I had to unfollow a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. There's so, and that's just the way the world's always going to go, right? There's always going to be more health information. There's always going to be more information on something. And that's why I literally coach everyone into like becoming their own practitioner because you realize what you trust what you don't and you make your own opinions Mm -hmm. and you learn how to trust your body too exactly yeah like you are your own best advocate Mm -hmm. whether you're seeing traditional people or not like you know what your body needs you know what feels right and stop listening to everyone yep and maybe like for some people that does mean following less people that does mean like scaling it back because Everyone's always going to have a differing opinion. You can find an opinion about everything on the internet. I know. (laughs) And it's, you can find somebody will have an opinion on the same thing. And one person's going to have a totally different opinion than the other person. And again, that comes down to personalization, like what your body needs. Mm Mm-hmm. That is simply what it comes down to. Because one thing is going to work great for someone and it's, the next person in line, it's going to be absolute crap for them. So that is why both you and I do personalized protocols for people. That's why we test everything. That's why, you know, we don't, we don't just have one protocol and we give that to everyone. That's not how it works. And I know like a lot, some people do. Right. And that's why you'll find really erratic results with people like that. Like it needs to be based on you. You mm-hmm. and I are totally different. Our DNA is different. The way we live our lives is different. Like the things we're predisposed to, like it's all different. Mm-hmm. The things even in our body, our pathogens are different. Even if we have, we even if we both have Lyme, even if we both have mold, it's looking different in our body. It's mm-hmm. acting different in our body. Yep. Like you're, mm, I don't even know how we got here. I started <laughs> well, It started with Santa. <laughs> Because I like so many people do come to me thinking they need every biohacking tool under the sun. And I'm like, and everyone needs a Navage too. Like, that's what they think. And I'm like, no, like you don't need everything. There are Mm -mm. some things that I find more beneficial than others. The only tool that I have recommended to people that have told me they have a budget for stuff, right? I have found benefits in having a red light. Also because, right, like a sauna is going to give you probably similar stuff too, but like the sauna is more than double. So red yeah. light's like usually way mm-hmm. more in people's price range. I'm going to add that to my Santa list, guys. A red light. Which one do you want? <laughs> um, I don't even know. I know the, the Therisage ones. I don't remember the sizes, but. Yeah, they have like, like the, the big panels, but you do have to be able to put them on something because they're like kind of meshy panels. Yeah. Yeah, I think. So. Don't they have this like a little one that sets like kind of like a face sized one? I don't know. 
They might, but I like I said, do. they're all like sort of the the texture is different. So like you'd still have to like prep it up against something. Like mm-hmm. I have the formerly Blue Blocks, now Bond Charge. I didn't remember the name of that company until yesterday. <laughs> it's like it's a literal box, so I can like bring it anywhere, prop it up on stuff. I got the travel one. Why? Because it was like three years ago, and I was a cheap bitch that didn't want to spend more than two hundred dollars <laughs> on a red light. <laughs> I, they might be more expensive now. Who knows? But like that one I love. I know the Therasage one's good too. Low in EMFs. I recommend probably not getting one on Amazon because it might be higher in EMFs. And if you're putting it all up in your grill, maybe. Yeah. For something like that, I would go to a company that is trustworthy. Yeah. <laughs> not Amazon. Yeah. I mean, it's like anything. It was the same thing. Well, I did a lot of research on saunas, right? Because this was fun for me. One, a lot of them, like I wanted one with lower EMFs. So I'm not trying to sit in a sauna and feel like I'm also being cooked mm-hmm. with radiation. But also a lot of them, like they don't go that hot. And I don't want to be sitting in 120 degrees. I'm not going to sweat for like 40 minutes. Not not going to sweat, but like it's going to take me a long time. I'm going to have to do jumping jacks in that sauna. Yeah, 120 degrees is not that hot. Shoot, it gets to a, it gets to 110 here in the summer sometimes. So like, <laughs> like not for just sitting in a sauna, right? Yeah. Like it's different. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But because there were ones at Costco and they were only like a thousand dollars, and I was like, "Ooh, do I want this one?" But my research told me I didn't. I'm not telling you, you need a sauna. It was a splurge for me because I got a big old wooden one, and clearly. <laughs> A splurge that I have yet to be able to enjoy because it is not allowed in my apartment complex. (laughs) I was going to say, once we have like our forever house, then maybe I will put a sauna in it. But it's not something that I'm going to be moving around. You know, that's why it's sitting in my boyfriend's mom's garage. It was my parents' (laughs) garage and then they moved and then they brought it down here and it's now in her garage. I'm not happy about it, but it's because I thought I was going to move into a house sooner than I did. Obviously, the market went crazy. So I jumped the gun and I bought my sauna <laughs> and I was so excited for it and now I have yet to use it and we didn't want to put it together and then take it apart and all that stuff and I realistically would probably get fined if I had it in this apartment like they in my lease it says you can't have any large um I don't they call it like appliances or whatever they explicitly include hot tubs but sauna was not explicitly said so I was like heck yeah I got a sauna and then they yelled at me <laughs> Oh, well, we can't have a hot tub. <laughs> Why is that in my lease? That you can't have a hot tub? Who's bringing a hot tub into their apartment? Obviously, somebody did. I mean, they sell like this inflatable ones that you can get from like Costco or something. So probably somebody was like, I'm going to put a hot tub in there. <laughs> I'm just picturing it, actually. So I once in my life my across the street neighbor's dad put a hot tub in their basement like growing up and that i thought was so wild every time we'd go down there to go in the hot tub i was like i never knew a hot tub that wasn't outdoors other than one that's like attached to a pool like at a hotel or something Mm -hmm. but it was a literal just huge hot tub in their basement it always felt like wrong you know every time we went hot tub in the basement inside (laughs) feel right yeah it's like yeah, I can see where that would be weird. No, it was, I was just all of it. All of it felt wrong in my head. And now I think about it and I'm still like, he was like a bachelor. I'm like, that's such a bachelor thing to do. But he had <laughs> kids. So like, they were divorced. Sorry, I'm talking about my neighbors. We don't need to air their dirty laundry. <laughs> just in the off chance that they find this podcast somehow. They're not going to. If they do, they 100% know I'm talking about them because no one else had a sauna in their basement that I've ever met in my home. Or no, sauna. Hot tub hot in their tub. basement. So, but they're not going to listen. It's okay. Wait, we and can edit that part out. <laughs> they're not going to hear it anyway, so it literally doesn't matter. Um, okay, is there anything else that's top of mind for you other than Christmas? Because the next episode, we're going to do Christmas stuff. And you Courtney is so again, pumped for this episode. She's I been talking about it for like three weeks now, pages. guys. <laughs> two whole pages. Okay. I better start on my list. And if you don't, I'll talk the whole time. No, I mean, I have things. No, I know. Of I, it'll be good for me to make a list because 
then I can give it to people. I have like multiple different lists. <laughs> because I use like, my list for birthday and Christmas. Yeah, which is great because so. then you get big stuff. Yeah. Dan's birthday is Christmas Eve. So oh, I'm well, so sorry. <laughs> yeah, one, everyone forgets his birthday, but also he just doesn't get the same amount of gifts, but he also doesn't care. I think it would be different if he actually cared. I would care. I would be like, you're getting me two gifts. You're not getting around this. I know. Uh, thankfully, my birthday is at, like the very beginning of December, so it's kind of far enough from way, away from Christmas where it never got lumped into the, all the Christmas yeah. gifts. But I always felt so bad for people that, like you said, their birthday was right next to Christmas because they were, everybody was just like, oh, well, it's Christmas, so here's just one gift. Like, and that's what you get. <laughs> and it's yeah. always like their birthday got forgotten. No, I always feel bad. But he, like, actually doesn't care. And he, whenever his mom asks anyways, she's like, what do you want for Christmas? And he's like, nothing. So like I said, this year I am giving her a list from us. Literally last year, he was like, I don't know, what do we want for Christmas? And I was like, a Roomba. That's actually on my list now because of you. <laughs> and it's just because of the amount of dog hair that we have. Totally worth it. So. They're on sale at Costco if anyone in your... Well, you have a Costco membership. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah. I was looking at them on Amazon, too, because it's, oh, like, Prime Days. was Prime Days. Yeah. But it's I didn't good. find anything that looked really... I don't know. I just didn't see anything that I really wanted. I feel like they said it was Prime Day, but like nothing's on sale that I want. Like nothing actually is on sale. There's a massage gun that I really want, but that's it. Ooh, I have a massage gun too. That's one of my favorite toys. It's um, supposed to be like a really good dupe for like the Therasage. I have a Theragun. The Theraguns are so good. Yeah, it's supposed to be like same level of quality just cheaper so i don't know the theraguns are phenomenal the reason i love them the most is the shape like they literally patented that shape which i don't understand how that's a patent but okay because you can like hit all parts of your body by yourself because it's mm -hmm. that little triangular thing yeah that's the best part about it you don't need no one <laughs> you can do it on your own i'd be doing it all the time <laughs> it's the best yeah. All right. So there's another thing from my list. Write it down. Write it down. I'm going to have to write it down or you know I'll forget like I forgot the name of our t-shirts. I don't remember, but that's why we record. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't edited the podcast yet, so that's why I don't remember. You'll tell me what it is when you do. I will remember and I'll be like, yes. Because it was so genius. It was really good. It was uh, really good. It was yeah. really good. And I, I was I'm, like, ne I'm never genius <laughs> like that, so... <laughs> guys i'm trademarking this i know that i feel like we're like michael scott like when he's like i declare bankruptcy like we think that saying trademark trademarks it but it does it really really does it really does <laughs> we promise <laughs> yes it does we know all that laws uh, um, that was a good way <laughs> well we're done guys bye um thanks for coming this was fun this is about what happens on all the podcasts. I think we should probably do some guests and some Q&A soon so we have more structure to it. We will have some guests coming up. We promise. Um, yeah, and also... Yeah, like this episode was basically... So we end up chatting like after the podcast usually for a good 45 hour. minutes. <laughs> and so this... Yeah, this podcast was basically like us chatting afterwards. That's why so. I told you we can riff off the cuff. Mm -hmm. I know you didn't trust it. We got it. <laughs> you didn't trust I it just, at all. I was like, we're going to riff off the cup. And you're like. <laughs> <laughs> it turned into a good episode, though. It was fun. I'm, I'm proud of it. this. We're, we're <laughs> I just have care to follow Courtney's lead and we're good. Questions come up in my brain. And if not, we get to something eventually. <laughs> if this wasn't the podcast for you, that's okay. But. I feel we like have we, other had, ones. we have <laughs> we have other ones. Okay. <laughs> if you didn't like this one, please listen to the other ones. <laughs> you know, we have like like you said like fifteen. Out, I don't know. I don't know the number. We have thirteen 14, out right now. 13. There, will, come Monday there would be fourteen. By the time you hear this one, there'll be fifteen. 
I've gotten compliments on a lot of our episodes. They call us funny. Should we should we be in the po- in the comedy section of podcast? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Because you can add like subcategories and we should go in and click comedy. comedy. I, don't I don't think we're comedy. <laughs> but I'm like, Unless people find poop funny, I don't know. Mm-hmm. If you're a twelve year old boy. I don't say teenage boys, like that's what I got. <laughs> Someone was like, you guys are so witty and funny. And I was like, is that what we do now? Okay. I'm never I feel like they were talking about you, not me. I'm not I'm... funny. I offend someone every episode. <laughs> I legitimately go for everyone. Because when I listen back, I laugh out loud. I'm like, wow, I really went for the jugular this episode. And then I listen <laughs> to the next one and I think the same thing. I'm like, wow, I'm a little bit aggressive. But then I remember that that's part of who I am as a person. And it's lovable. <laughs> uh, that's how Reed describes himself. <laughs> He's like, I'm aggressive and sarcastic and lovable. <gasps> See, he gets it. We get it. That must be why I like you so much. He's just Clearly, like female form. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we should probably end this episode now. So. I was going to say, but I'll parasite cleanse and Reed won't. Boom. Roast Reed before the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we have to get one in every episode. We do. We do. I don't know if he's, if he's even listened to like the last three or four episodes because he's been so busy. But I can't wait for him to eventually listen and be like, stop roasting me. <laughs> Sometimes he'll catch it. Like if I'm editing, he'll hear he won't be listening, but then he'll hear his name and he'll be like, yeah. wait, what? And he's like, What'd rewind. Let me hear that. So, M, where can the people find you? You can find me at Emily Joy, <laughs> at Emily Joy Wellness, Instagram, website, YouTube. What about you? At the T-H-E, Rooted in Health. Instagram, my website, TikTok. That's that. That's that. And if you liked it, please leave us a rating. Please subscribe. Even if you just leave a like five star rating, you don't even have to write a review. It just really helps us get boosted in the algorithm. So if we you do think we're funny <laughs> and you want other people to laugh too, then just drop a five star review. But if you want to write something, we would really appreciate it too. We read want everything. Health and just chuckle a little at uh, our ridiculousness. Exactly. That's, that's what we got for you. That's the appeal.